Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn. And this week is a Patreon episode. Woohoo! And last week we talked about what can I name this episode? Yes. Because I'm not allowed to name it one thing. Right. Um, well, I mean, so Andrea gave us these movies. Yes. They obviously have a connection. They're, yes, and I wanted to say, because I always do this, hi, Andrea. Oh, we also, what is the show? Oh, sorry. What do you mean, what is the show? What do we do? Oh. <laughs> you ask me that every week. I know. Sorry. So this show is called Kid Tested Mother Approved. Good. We are a movie review podcast. Mm-hmm. We are film students. No, we're not. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. We um, we watch movies. And like this week, <clears throat> sorry, Andrea was giving us a theme of comic book movies. And and then she also picked the movies. Yeah, I was going to say that. You didn't oh. let me finish. Well, I had I to take a breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, Ruben watched one, I watched the other, and we're going to talk about it. Well, normally, though, if it's not a Patreon episode, what it is is uh, it's a weekly podcast where we either pick a theme or are given a theme, right. and then we get to pick a movie for each other yes, to watch. But, but this, this week, week is a Patreon. Yes. Yeah, cool. Mom's now mouthing the words, I said that, in that tone, <laughs> even though she's not making any noise. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> no, this is, it was, I'm, can I just say, so... I got I got one word that describes both movies. Okay. Colors. Yes, in a very different way. So I just want to say this to Andrea really quick. Sorry with the voice. <clears throat> Thank you for not making me watch Ruben's movie, even though I watched it. I think that you picked the right movie for the right person. Yeah, totally. So um, should we start? Yeah, go for it. I think you're first this I'm week. I'm first. Okay, so the movie that Andrea picked for me was Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm. Starring, um, starring, and produced and directed by Warren Beatty. I don't know who he is. He was someone. I mean, he still is someone, but he was very popular in the '60s and the '70s. Mm. Um, quite the ladies' man. Mm. There was a rumor. You're not going to know what this is, but there was a rumor that the song from the '70s, "You're So Vain," by Carly Simon, was written about him. Really? I don't know if that she's always. I think she's always said it isn't true. It's like the Alanis Morissette song and Dave Coulier. You know that song? I'm here to remind you. That's about Dave Coulier. Oh, I miss no. you when you went away. You know no. that song? Yeah. Well, do you know no. that song? Um, I'll look it up. You ought to know. That's oh. that's what literally what it's called. Oh, okay. I don't know. So there you go. And I don't know for sure about. That one, that's what I'd heard. Doesn't mean it's true. But anyway, big star. Um, at the, So starring Warren Beatty, Madonna, um, Glenn Headley. Who, I have a really dumb question. Was she Madonna yet? She, she's always been Madonna. She's never not been Madonna. D- okay. Fair. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't like introducing this girl who oh, will no, eventually it was become... Oh, 1990. So this oh. is past Vision Quest. This is past all the stuff... The crazy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was that definitely. That means nothing to me. Oh, so mid-80s is where she really hit, hit, the, hit the beginning of her music. And then, so this was filmed in 1990. So, yeah, so she was definitely Madonna. She, she was dating Warren Beatty at the time, and apparently he had proposed, but they never set a date. And so he's been married to Annette Benning for years now. Now, I know you don't know any of that, so that's okay. You just have this glazed look on your face. So, okay, so also starring Glenn Headley. Who's also in something else we watch. Yes, that's what I was just going to tell you. Um, 
the Mr. Holland's opus. I just forgot. He she plays the mom. Oh my gosh, that is her. Yeah, that is her. She's been. I have to tell you, she was also in Monk, yeah. the television show Monk. I really like her. She is but one. She of, is passed away. I don't think so. You better you keep look talking. It up. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, because I don't think so. Okay, so also starring a lot of other people in this movie. This was a pretty big movie. Um, Dustin Hoffman, Al Pacino, and some other people that I forgot. Oh. Yeah, she died in June of this year. Oh, I'm so sorry because I really like her. Oh, I'm sorry. She. Oh. Now. Okay, show's over. I'm sad. Just kidding. Um. Okay, let's see. Oh, and the little boy in the movie. I just have to talk about it. He plays Kid. His name is Charlie. I forgot his last name. He's a grown-up now, of course. Because he's the same age as... Well, he's older than you because this was 90 and he was like 8 or 9 or something. Anyway, Charlie, the actor, was also the little boy in Hook. And he played the little boy in Hook with Dustin Hoffman and Robin Williams. Weird. And now he's in this one. Love this little boy. And now I, I did some research because I love to do this. He is now a law professor. So I think that's pretty cool. Okay, so. Do you think people recognize him? Like with any of these kids, kid actors that did like one or two movies that just kind of like. See, I don't think they would recognize him now. But every time I see him, I'm like, oh, I love this kid. But I never knew his name. So, um, okay. So let's talk about the movie. First of all, done by... Disney. Done by Disney. I just Googled Kid from Hook. Yes. Okay. First thing to pop up. Yes. Peter Pan. Just a picture of Peter Pan. Did you mean Peter Pan? No, I didn't mean Peter Pan. I <laughs> meant the kid from Hook. Okay. So let me go back. So uh, Dick Tracy, originally done by Disney. And then I read it. And then Disney felt like it was too racy. So then Touchstone which took is it. Which still is still Disney. Yeah. But I'm saying that they just felt like it was too racy. So basically, um, filmed in that 30s and 40s detective noir genre kind of thing. Big colors. Everybody is wearing solid color suit. And I say it like that because that's really, it literally pops in your face. He's always wearing yellow. Uh, uh, the girl, Tess Trueheart, is always wearing red. Uh, kid usually is wearing red to match, kind of match her is what it seemed like to me. All the bad guys each have their own color. So there's uh, big boy and Al Pacino's flat, big boy. Blue, right? Blue or green. Yeah. Um, flat top and all these gruesome something and all these, these faces, um, all these characters, which are coming from a comic book or comic series from the 30s and the 40s, and maybe even farther, I don't know for sure. I know it was also a radio series. It was a 15-minute radio series. Mm -hmm. um, so this is the story of Dick Tracy. Yes. I tell you what. What? You want to talk about casting that I didn't like? Okay. Warren Beatty. Well, so basically, let me tell you, because I read this too, that lots of other actors were offered the part, and he turned it down. They couldn't find anyone for Dick Tracy. It also went through several directors. Yeah, he and, just... And then he um, he basically said, well, if you let me direct it, I'll star in it. And they're like, done. Yeah, way too old for the part. Just He doesn't feel like Dick Tracy. No. He doesn't have the... Like, to me, Dick Tracy looks like the old... I mean, because it's the same time period. Looks like the old Superman. Yeah. 
the the chisel, yeah. the big, the barrel chested. This Warren Beatty is just kind of normal, and his voice did not match what I felt like right. Dick Tracy should sound like. His voice was normal. Right. I felt Dick Tracy should have been a little bit more punchy in it, not right. not in a tone, but like. Right. If they were to remake it now, John Hamm. Yes, definitely. But you know what I mean? That like bigger the the chin, the yes. total yeah. Or I always forget his name. He's Patrick Warburton. Burton could play Dick Tracy. A hundred percent. You know what? What? Patrick Warburton, if they did an animated Dick Tracy, like... He would be great for the voice. Yeah. Because this showed we don't need a live-action Dick Tracy. Because it's too out there. Right. But it actually, it did pretty well in theaters. It did do well. And and got awards and stuff like that. It got awards? I think so. Yeah. For what? Probably like costuming and soundstage stuff (laughs) Best picture. Yeah, no. Um, Best supporting actor. No, so let me talk about something else that I really liked. This, it was interesting to read. Again, I saw it on Amazon Prime. It was interesting to see the the backgrounds because they were all painted. And on That's Amazon cool. Prime, they were saying that Warren Beatty was like, "Be careful of the shots because if they went too wide, then you could tell that the backdrops were painted." Um, this was one of the last films that used a painted backdrop like kind a of mat. thing. Yeah, Star and you Wars could, did that a lot. Yeah, and you could kind of tell on a couple of the scenes. But again, very bright, very colorful. It feels um, like a comic book. It totally feels like a comic book. It it just popped. Um, I didn't feel like the characters were super over-exaggerated. Um, some, but they, they were comic book characters. So With they the exception had of to... physically? Because that one guy literally has a flat head. Yeah, flat top, and and the other one of the guys like had no face, and and what's his name? Al Pacino looks like a rat. Yeah, like a little rat, <laughs> and they called him Big Boy. I thought he looked like a little rat. Um, but well, these were all. I think there was only one or two characters that were made up for the movie. The rest of them were honestly co- comic book characters from the series. Which I think is so funny nowadays too. Like you could not do a Spider-Man movie and be like, we made up the the villain. Oh right. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it, it yeah. So, um, so basically the bad guys are out to get Dick Tracy and it starts right out where the head bad guy, I don't know his name cause he was on the <clears throat> lips and it was played by Paul Sorvino who, yes, you do. He was a good fellas. Yeah. No, I know who he is now. Yeah. He was played by Paul Sorvino and, um, he owns the, the nightclub that Madonna sings at and, and he um, owns her kind of, and then Al Pacino's character comes in and just kills him and puts him in the bath and it pours cement over him and dumps him in the ocean. So then, then the bad guys are taken over and Dick Tracy's going to solve it. And then there's this little boy and his name is Kid and he's super cute and they're going to send him to the orphanage. But somehow they always get too busy to send him to the orphanage. So he ends up staying with Dick Tracy and Tess. Um, really likes it what what was the face for you made a face i mean it seems a little like i get that this is older than a lot of everything else yes but when you remake or kind of re-bring back something that's older than everything else it's just gonna look like a rip-off of everything else that was inspired by it right like oh the big hero got a kid right like yeah like indiana jones like all these other guys that Part of them are inspired by Dick Tracy because they're, you know, right. He he really w- is that first normal guy. I think so. Kind of pulpy hero. Yeah, um, I think. I mean, yeah, he's been around since the '30s. Yeah. Or the '40s, but um. So. Do you remember when he was invented? 
I've heard it on the radio, but I don't. Not when I was a child when or was, when I was a like, teenager. Hey, everybody, listen to this brand new thing called Dick Tracy. No, and I. And you're like, oh boy. And you had a lollipop and a spinny hat. No, I listen to old time radio all the time. And I've heard them before. They're just kind of short. Yeah. So they're just quick little episodes. So, and it, it was. So the movie itself, I kind of liked. I liked the big poppy of colors. I liked their. Oh, um. Just the cast, when you watch it, there was so, Mandy Patinkin was in it, and he was, he's been in so many shows. He's, there was that one scene where he and Madonna were singing, that was his real voice. I mean, he is a huge Broadway, was really? a, yeah, Broadway singer. Mandy Patinkin, Inicio, Inicio, yeah, it, it, what's his name in Princess Bride? Is that him? Is that yeah. Mandy Patinkin? Yeah. He could sing? Oh. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's a Broadway singer, actor, yeah. I think that's where he kind of started. Yeah, good for him. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what do I know? I don't know anything, but <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. But um, So let me see. So, And then I did think it was funny, like I told you, that Disney wasn't could didn't really want to release it because it was too racy. Which well, is so funny because... Yeah, but there's the one scene, and I could see that, where Madonna is kind of slinking across the desk. Wait a minute. Isn't this before... Or is this after Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, 1990, so I don't know. I I feel like it is. Yeah, I don't know. You have to look Because Jessica up. Rabbit. Yeah. Is... <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's very, it's very, I mean, like I said, the styles, it's mm-hmm. very similar. And because we've seen so many movies, you kind of have to go back. And then, so this one came out in 90. And then in 1994, different movie studio, different everything. But it reminded me of... 1994, The Shadow, which was another radio program. You you started nodding your head mm-hmm. because I love that one. Oh, they've done tons and tons of these pulp radio. I mean, they're even bringing a lot of these characters back now. See, and I think that's that's cool for me because like. I like it. But um, The Shadow had that very similar color, poppy look to it. I was very disappointed in that one. Because I love the shadow, and this they made more f- kind of fun of it. It was, uh, but um, depending on the property, to me, if you make a movie that's just making fun of it, it's not good. It kind of to me, it felt like it because I so love the shadow, and um, so that to me, it just didn't feel genuine. It didn't feel like they really tried, and. Um, it was just disappointing, so I was really kind of discouraged about that. But Dick we're Tracy, not talking about the shadow. We're not talking about the shadow. We're talking about Dick Tracy, and Dick Tracy was good. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was good. I thought it was, it was good. <laughs> it was. I thought it was kind of fun. It did remind me of kind of that Who Framed Roger Rabbit coloring styles, that genre noir, whatever it's called. So, anything else you want to talk about with that movie? Because I'm kind of done. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean. I mean, I, I guess, we, I guess we could do this at the end, but I do kind of want to compare and contrast to these movies. Let's do that definitely. I think we should do it at the end because they are similar. Okay. They really are. But l- let me do this really quick. Sorry, okay. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Three words describing Dick Tracy. Okay. Okay. Get your three words in your... No, I'm first. Oh, I th- well, you pointed at me. Well, because I want you to go after me. Okay. And I... Well, do one, 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 one. Because if you do all three, then what if I'm out of one? You know what I mean? What if That I my... win and you lose. That's not... No, it's not a competition. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Bright. Loud. 
bold. See, I, I all mine were going to be color-related, but I didn't want them to be color-related. Um, noticeable? I mean by, the, like, the people in it. Right. And flashy. Characters. Yeah. So... It's it's very it's very character-driven. It, it Absolutely, because that's what the little 15-minute radio programs, mm-hmm. it had to be. It had to catch the attention, and that's kind of what they were doing. But I think there's some movies that, like, like, I'm just... Star Wars is bigger, and now Star Wars just came out. The Star Wars... Don't make that face. It's great. But the Star Wars franchise... You don't know because you haven't seen it yet. I don't know. But, well, I mean, but the Star Wars franchise... Yes, they're character-driven, and you do this, but when they go to these really cool sets and these yes. really cool places and look at all these other things, it's really cool to see everything else. This movie and Sin City are not about the backgrounds. The no. backgrounds could have been what... I mean, they're cool, right? but they could have been whatever. Well, I think the background's more on this movie than yeah. Sin City, because since... Yeah, we'll talk about that in a but, minute. But, yeah, they, it was like they didn't really matter. Right. Um, in a good way. Yeah. But, but yeah... All right, well, when we come back, why are you dancing? Because, no, I'm not, but you didn't let me rate it. Oh, yeah, okay, rate it. That's why I was like, wait. You're dancing. No, I wasn't dancing. I was like, wait. Okay, rate it. Um, I'd say rent it, because I think you need to see it one time. I really? really do. I do. I think it's a it's a fun one. Um, you know what this is to me? What? This is when you go to, like, someone's house, and they're like, okay, we're going to have, a, like, a party or whatever. We're going to watch a bunch of movies. Bring your favorite comic book movie. And some idiot brings this. <laughs> like, like th- this is the, this is the, oh, what do you call that? Like, the the, the kink in the chain, just the total, yeah. like, really? Yeah, because everybody would be bringing Marvel and DC. Like, and then I the- brought Dark Knight. I brought Iron Man. What'd you bring, idiot? I brought Dick Tracy. There you go. Well, there you go. I think that's or a th- or a themed. You know, this movie would be fun if you were having some sort of murder mystery themed '30s and '40s party to end it. I think that would be the perfect movie to end it. So I say, give it one watch. I do need to clarify. Great yes. noir movie. Great noir movie. Yes. Really is a good noir story. Yes. Um, to me though, because it is 27 years old. Yes. It is a little hokey. And it yeah, was, it is a little. It was hokey in 1990 when I saw it. Do you think they could remake Dick Tracy without making it gritty? Does that make sense? With without gritty Dick, without gritty reboot, could they do Dick you mean Tracy? Like Ruth, bad words and super violent. Well, like it's like he has a yellow jacket, but it's like so like toned down that it's no, like. No, I don't think they need to because you, that's all Dick. I mean, even even the comics and all but that. You see that's what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but I don't. Yeah, I think they could, but I don't think it would be successful. Like Adam West Batman would be this Dick Tracy. Got it. Could they do it without going into Dark Knight, where it's like. Ugh, I'm Batman. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think they. they nobody should. Yeah. Just let Dick Tracy be where he is. He had Does a good Warren run. Beatty still own the rights? I know that he like. I didn't know that he ever did own the rights. That, that's why he made it. Oh, I just not. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't so, know. I I know nothing. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about my movie. <laughs> Sorry, I made another face. Sin City. Sin City. All right. We'll be back. Hey everyone, Ruben here. Uh, just really quick, wanted to say that if you are listening to this episode, our Patreon bonus is up right now. Uh, we wanted to do a super surprise, secret, special December thing for our Patreon. And what we did is Mom went and recorded an audiobook version of Twas the Night Before Christmas, uh, which is available now. I am going to play a, bu- a real quick snippet of that just so you can hear it. Uh, we're really excited about it. And that is available to anyone that subscribes to our Patreon. 
So no matter the denomination, you can snag that. So I'm going to play a real quick clip of that. Then we're going to get back into the episode. Thanks, everyone. Bye. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there." I was not joking when I said quick clip. That is uh, a very quick little clip. Uh, and if you do want to hear that, uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show, and you can be getting that uh, that fun little bonus thing. All right, guys, back to the show. All right, we're back with my movie, which was Sin City. Yes. And I can tell you right now. Yes. People listen to the show. They say, oh, I like Ruben's opinion on nerd culture because Ruben is a nerd. Ruben likes this stuff. Ruben loves Watchmen. Ruben loves all these. I've never seen that one. I think uh, you told uh, me not to watch it. Yeah, I don't know if I'll make you watch that one. It's just a little... I know. You tell me everything. There's a lot of blue wieners in it. Um, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> okay. But, as I love this kind of stuff, I love this. Man, I was not not a fan of Sin City. So Okay, well, let's... So, but f- so let's if you're talk. listening and you're thinking, oh, Ruben's going to love it, get ready for the next half an hour of me going, maybe the book's... Better. Well, and I do know there's more than one movie. Yeah, there's two. I've seen. I've seen both. Have you? Yeah. I think there's three. No, there's only two. Okay. Dame to Kill for is the second one. Okay. But they're all based on this graphic novel series, which is colorized and stylized exactly like the movie, um, and it's done exactly like the movie. Okay. Well, let's and, talk about the um, movie. So Sin City is from 2005. Five. Yes. It is 12 years old. Yes. And boy, does it feel it. Really? You, yeah. You thought both movies felt really dated. I didn't think this one, this was just kind of the genre or the noir. I didn't feel like it felt dated. So Robert Rodriguez is a great director. Okay, can I ask a quick question? Who is you? Robert Rodriguez? I think I know who he is. Who do you think he is? I think that he's done a bunch of movies. Yes. But then I think he pulled, yeah, you're laughing because well, you know. What movie do you think Robert Rodriguez did, Mom? Shark Boy and Lava Girl. A bingo. Yeah, because I've seen that one about six times with the kids I babysit for. So, so I've seen a lot of Robert Rodriguez movies. What else has he done that maybe I've seen? Uh, he's done all the Spy Kids, obviously. Oh, yeah. He's done Machete. Okay. He He's good friends with Quentin Tarantino, so they work together a lot. Got it. Um, Not, I don't know who he goes to for his CGI. Oh, yeah, it was <laughs> okay. never very good. Good. No, Shark Boy, Shark Boy, Lava Girl. I saw at the drive-in with your brother in 3D glasses. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Now it's not. Didn't he have to wear the girl glasses? No. You had to wear those, right? Well, of course, I'm the girl. I would wear the girl glasses. It's not in 3D anymore, but. I mean, I bet you can still find like a three because they have 3D TVs now. Okay. I bet you can find a 3D Blu-ray. Anyway, let's so go. I give Shark Boy and Lava Girl a buy it. No, it's no, it's cute. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sin City. Okay. Um, okay. And I am sorry, but I really am going to try not to crap on this movie for 30 minutes. But there are a couple things. Okay. Just like Dick Tracy, I loved the the noir story. Yes. The story was so good. My phone just went off. <laughs> I was like, what was that? Um, Put your phone on silent. My phone is now officially on silent. Um, but I loved all of the noir elements in the story. I feel like I could have read it, though, and it would have been better. Yes. It, this worked better as a book. Okay. So, the movie starts with Josh Harnett, and he's talking to some lady on a building, and she's wearing a... Is there any of it in color? I don't Wait, remember. Wait, that doesn't start it? That's the start of the movie. 
No, that we just, you had a whole big scene before it. The Clive Owens stuff is all before it. No, the first, the very first scene. So, let me tell you something. What? I watched an extended... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yes, oh, no. I did. Oh, no. Yes, I did. Two hours oh, no. and eight minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> because <laughs> you watched the extended cut. Yes, I did. <laughs> because let me tell you. Look up real quick while I talk oh, about this no. for a second. Yes, I did. Oh no. Um, because go to Amazon Prime. Yeah. Just... And look it up because. I think that the original one either was too expensive or wasn't available, so the only thing that was available was the extended cut. So, see, I'm even more confused because maybe you didn't see a scene that I saw. You had ten additional scenes with a duration of six and a half extra minutes. Yeah, because when I saw it, it starts out with Clive Owen and Benicio Del Toro. And Brittany Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, that was the first scene the movie starts. Does it say like things like the customer is always right? Yes. Mine doesn't do that. Oh, yeah. Because it was like little stories. I liked that part. So yours was just a movie movie. Mine was like... Well, it was the little stories, but it doesn't cut like that. Oh, mine mine was like chapters. And then it threw this the wording in it. Oh, so I probably even maybe... Yeah, I got to see a little bit more than you did. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. That's okay. okay. It's okay. Um. Well, now I want to make sure that... So, but, so yeah, so for me... Okay, so when it's, that makes sense, when it starts out. Um, and it, can I also say, so you had said, directed by Robert Rodriguez and... Guest directed by Quentin Tarantino. And we both had assumptions for yes. the scene Quentin Tarantino directed. Yes. We were both wrong. Okay, which one did he do? Uh, when Benicio del Toro, spoiler alert, when Benicio del Toro is dead in the car yeah. and he's talking to Clive Owen, Yes. that's the scene. Oh, poof. I really liked that scene. I did like that scene, too. Okay, um, so I'm going to let you talk now, and I'm not going to Well, no, 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 hold on, because now I'm, like, worried that um, maybe mine didn't start like that. Huh. I just pulled up the poster. You know what's very strange about the poster? What? It's in color. Oh, yeah, no. It should be in black and white. And but, just the Sin City red should be there. Yeah. See, that's weird. Okay. Um, So for me, yeah, it starts what... with the customer is always right, part okay. one. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and it's the salesman walking out into the balcony. Okay, I didn't take notes because I was really trying to pay attention. I am going to keep referring to Wikipedia because this movie was so... There was so much. There's a lot there of There were so stuff. many different stories and right. this and that and blah, blah, blah. I need to because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss something if I try and go fully off of memory. Sure, no, that's um, fine. So it's Josh Harnett walking onto the thing and he's like, I love this girl and blah, blah, blah. And okay, I'm just going to say this right now. There's about four or five different narrators in this movie. Yes. With the exception of one who I think is a woman. I think there's one narrator that's a woman. Yes. They all sound exactly the same. Oh yeah, no. I didn't think so. Bruce Willis, Clive Owen, Mickey Rourke, Josh Harnett are all doing the same voice when they narrate. They kind of are. This is how I talk when I narrate my life. Right. I'm going slow, explaining everything in much too much detail. Yeah. It, it just, it was fine, but I was like, I mean, and you could tell that it was not the same person narrating because right. they're not in the scene anymore. Well, also, if you watch all the movies like I watch the movies with <laughs> subtitles, it tells you <laughs> who they are. Then I'm and like, okay. Special extended cut. <sighs> you know, you watched the unrated version. I did. 
<laughs> I did. My eyes will never be the same. Um, and then, so then he kills the lady. Yes. Um, oh, she paid him to kill her. Okay. Yeah, they said that. I didn't get it. I didn't understand why, but yeah. yeah. Um, okay, then we're introduced to the second story, which is called The Yellow Bastard. Okay, so let me tell you. What? On what I watched it. Mm-hmm. That was the end. Well, there's two, it's, it's a two-parter. Oh. This is part one, part two. It's a two-part because Nancy is a child. Okay, but the way that they did it, when I saw it, it was all together at the end. Wait, there, you don't see Nancy as a child at the beginning? No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. She's at the middle to the end. The whole Nancy's a child story, very quickly, very quickly, not a whole lot of... That's what I'm saying. Nancy's a child very quickly is at the beginning. At the end. There's no Nancy as a child at the beginning of the movie. No, I'm trying to tell you that (laughs) we watched two totally different movies. So my movie starts with the Clive Owen, Brittany Murphy, Benicio Del Toro whole thing. What? that, That whole thing is the beginning of the movie. But there is no credits. It just kind of starts. And then we go into the downtown with the women prostitutes who are taken over. And then we... I mean, that's where the story goes. They do that whole story. And then Marv is after that? Okay, remind me who Marv is. Mickey Rourke. Okay, so we do the whole storyline, the whole thing. And then we do the Josh Hartnett thing real quick. And then we find out that that Becky, mm-hmm. the prostitute, she's killed by him too. Who's Becky? She's so uh, she's the, the lady... one that the Gilmore girl. She's the young Gilmore girl, Alexa Bedell. Wait, wait. She's not killed by him in my version. That's... In the elevator. That's the very last scene. No. And he says, would you like a smoke? Yeah, that's in the middle of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you watched the extended director's cut. Well, guess what, three directors? We need to have a little chit-chat. Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, Frank Miller. Bring them on. Y'all Come sit on down in, here. in wow. here. That is so funny. Okay, so then... You know, I knew that this would happen eventually. Yeah, that we, that we would watch. watch. It's the same movie. Right, it was just different. So the, And again, so did you look up Amazon Prime and why did I watch one and not the other? No, because it's probably... Uh, that'll take too long. Oh. I'm just looking up the regular one. Because if we've seen the, the basic thing... Yeah, so, about. okay. So let me... So then, after uh, Josh Hartnell says to Alexa Bedell, whatever... you said like four different names incorrect, but that's fine. Oh. Josh Hartnett. Hartnett, Nat, I'm so sorry. Alexis Bledel. Okay, so let's just do this. The Josh boy and the Gilmore girl. Yeah. It's just easier for me to do that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, then he says, do you want to smoke? And then that ends. And then in comes... He, he just says, do you want to smoke? And then it ends. Yes, but, he, so, but we know what's going to happen. Because I've seen the other scene with the woman on the balcony. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So for me, Kay. woman on balcony, Kay. first scene in the movie. Okay. Last scene in the movie, would you like a smoke? I think that's last scene in the movie. If it's not, it's it's later in the movie. Okay, so no, not in my movie. And then, <laughs> then <laughs> we go to Mickey Rourke, and do his whole scene and story, and that's very long, very long, very long. Okay. And then certain characters we are see again. So then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, trying to figure this out, who these people are, and then we get more characters. There's a lot of actors in this film. Yeah, which a I think lot. is very funny because both of our movies, color. 
Yes. An ensemble. Yes. I mean, it's like, holy crap, is that? Yep. Yep. yep, yep. It is. Me and Alicia watched the credits. Okay. And then after, I went, wait, did you see that Nick Offerman is in this movie? Do you know who Nick Offerman is? I do. Ron Swanson. Yes. Mr. Megan Mullally. Yes. He's in this movie. I didn't see him. I don't think he was in my version. <laughs> so, you know the two thugs? Yes. There's the one with the, the big one with the white hair? Yes. That's him. Oh my gosh, do you know who I thought it was at first? I thought it was Kevin Nash. So did I. He yeah. first showed up and I went, is Kevin Nash in this movie? I know, I was looking and I went, no, that's no, not that's Kevin Nash. that's not Kevin Nash. Nash. Kevin Nash isn't in this movie. That's Nick Offerman. Wow. But I don't think he even talks. He does. In my movie, in my version, well, he does. I know he's in like three or four scenes. But he talks. I, he has three scenes. Because then I was like, okay, wait. He doesn't talk in the uh, scene with Bruce Willis, for sure, because I just rewatched that part. Yeah, no. But there's a scene where he's doing something. For me, it was at the beginning. <laughs> That's so crazy. That is so crazy. So then, okay, so then we do the whole Mickey work thing. Then we, then the next chapter or whatever, then it's the Bruce Willis, the whole thing. So you get, um, and who is Bruce Willis's partner? Uh, I almost called him Mads Mickelson. That's not right. It's Michael Madsen. I li- he's a great, yeah, bad guy like him. But he's not really a bad guy in this movie. Kind of. He's, he's, he's just Willis's kind of a scumbag, part- but yeah. like he's not the bad guy. Right. And then, so we get the whole story about when she was 11, and then all the, all the whole thing is all put together at the end, and then the movie ends. Finally. <laughs> you watched the director's unrated cut of Sin City. Yeah, probably not the best choice for mom to be watching. Whoa. That's okay. so good. So, can I just, can I just say one, there was one thing I was going to say about it. So, Okay, it's your it's your turn, but I just want to add this care. really quick. I liked the visualness of the black and the white, and there was little tiny bits of color, mm-hmm. little bits. Okay, so I liked that. I really like too, especially the scene with Marv when he's sitting in the bathroom and he's got all the bandages on him and he's fully in uh, shadow except for the bandages. Yes, which is probably some sort of CGI or whatever. Like it, it it's cool, not though. real because you can't right. do that. So but. I didn't care for the movie itself; a little bit too graphic and violent for me. Mm-hmm. Well, because I watched the director's unedited cut or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I liked the visualness of it. It was something different that I hadn't seen before. Now here's a strange question. Okay. Did the lack of blood, because it's not blood, did it change how you... Like, like if this movie was in full color, <gasps> that's what I'm saying. Would the blood have been okay. more of an issue? So you guys are listening, so you can't see my face, but eyes are closed. Because there's a lot of bitch. violence in there, this movie. This, okay, if you've never seen this movie, oh, well, they're talking about it. Maybe I should see it. Okay. If, again, just know who it's directed by. So what is it going to be? Don't put it on thinking it's going to be wonderful. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. He did Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, it's probably gonna be other it's probably gonna be exactly the same as Shark no, Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, don't show this to children. <laughs> but so the answer to your question is did the black and the white and like when the blood was spurting, like normally it would just be like white. Or it, it just it wasn't yeah. like blood. So was I able to look at it just a little bit longer? Yes I was. Especially at the very well, at the very well, it was at the very end for both of us. The yellow guy. Okay, so he was totally yellow. Yeah. He was gross. I didn't really get that whole thing, but I it's didn't it's care. just the the color thing and to he show that like he's mutated. the guy from Star Trek. The guy from Star Trek. Yeah. So the television series from the 90s? <laughs> Do you mean the the little bartender guy? He didn't <laughs> tell me he didn't look like that. I thought he looked like a Homer Simpson. <laughs> no, but his the ears and everything it reminded <laughs> me of that little, little bartender guy. 
Neat. I don't. I, I'm not a Star Trek guy. I don't know. No, but look it up. The little, little bartender guy. Because he was. That's what he was. I think a bartender or something weird. And he looked just like that. <laughs> I know. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. But the fact that you know that that character exists. Uh, hello. I watch television. A lot. I love television just as much as I love movies. So I think uh, you're about to say just as much as I love you. <laughs> I love you more than television. Um, okay, well, and your brother and your dad. Okay, glad they. Clear. I mean, I love them too. Not, I don't love you more than them. I love oh. everyone. I love everybody. <laughs> I'm a good person. Okay, so for me. Sorry. Now we're gonna go through my the movie I watched, <laughs> um, which is so good. <laughs> this okay. This episode, I thought, I love when, before I record, I feel like I know the way the episodes are going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and then something like this happens, and it's just a complete 180. Because, like, when we were, before, like, when we watch the movies, and, like, I'm thinking about it in my head, I go, is this going to be a funny episode? Is it going to be, like, a not funny episode? I didn't think this was going to be a funny episode. Well, yeah. Just and especially the first half of this episode. It's not like we're... But the second... That you're like, no, that's not... I'm like, what are you talking about? And then we realize you watched the unrated director's cut. There you go. All right. That is so good. Okay, so you Okay, talk. so so part one was... The first thing was Customer's Always Right, Josh Harnett on the penthouse, okay? okay. And they shoot Slay. The second part was the first half of meeting Nancy. Okay. So it's, yeah, yeah. it stops when he is on the dock and he gets shot. When Bruce Willis is on the dock and gets okay. shot. Okay. Boom. Okay. Then uh, we meet Marv and Goldie, and they're boinking. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. This is going to sound strange. Okay. I felt like Mickey Rourke's head did not match his body. N- I think he, he was almost too slim. Yeah, but his this he- was in the 90s, too. No, it wasn't. This is was in 2005. Oh, sorry. I got my movies mixed up. 2005. <laughs> Mickey Rourke has just come back. From disappearing, right. like Mickey Rourke was starting to reemerge again, because this is before Iron Man two or anything where he really got connected to be like big again. Um, but I felt like if they remade this now, his whole body would have been fake. Maybe yeah. be- because he just he his his head was massive because it was so beat up. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool that Mickey Rourke didn't use any prosthetics in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who you? Re- the character reminded me of a little bit was why are you looking at me like that no because i'm curious if you're gonna say it well so i don't know his name it's i want to say ron perlman hellboy hellboy Uh, yep 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 yep, you're very right just the everything about frank miller okay likes to do characters that look like that frank miller did not do hellboy but frank miller did the dark knight returns which is i i'm gonna get his age wrong i think it's like an 80 year old batman and he's built like that oh okay and he's, he's a square as opposed to a lean, like, cool. Right. And he beats the crap out of everybody. Huh. Um, but. Wait, I, is that a movie? No. It's, a, it's, it's an animated movie. Um, but it, it's a book. It's a comic. Because okay. Frank Miller's a comic guy. Oh. That's, I mean, hello. He did the comic to this. He did all that. Um, oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know this was an actual, yeah. It's I comic knew it was a comic book, but I didn't know that he did, he did the comic book? Frank Miller, yes. And then also was one of the directors? Yes. Wow. And it also did the story because apparently there was no real script. They just went off the comic. Wow. What a cool thing for him to create something and then be able to be the, there and say, mm-mm. It's funny. It's happening a lot. I think that's fantastic. Where the comic book guys are getting into the movies because obviously comic book movies are blown up. But also, you understand a story. 
you right. understand framing. I think that's fantastic. You understand, you know, um, which good for them. But um, I mean, hello, Stan Lee's an executive producer on every single Marvel movie. All he could probably do is walk in a room and go, "Looks good," and then leave. But he's still an executive he's producer. He's still got a, a, his Be- hand in it. But that's yeah. fantastic. I think that's fantastic. Um, but so anyway, so Sorry. he. I always thought Mickey Rourke should play old Batman. Mickey Rourke should play this Batman who's now so old, but so just like grizzled, okay. and like because Mickey Rourke that. doesn't look like Batman. No, but young Mickey Rourke did. And yes. Mickey, oh, you, I could see. Okay, and I like that. After you've been yeah, Batman like for that. sixty years, constantly getting socked in the face. It kind of yeah. All right. Um, but so, Hellboy, absolutely. Got it. Got they're it, got they're it. redoing that too, no. with. Uh, Come on, people, come up with some original stuff. No, it's the cop from Stranger Things, David Harbor. I don't know who that is. Uh, I've only seen three episodes of Stranger Things. Sorry. You're a bad mom. <laughs> no, I don't have Netflix. You, you have my Netflix. Um, okay, so then, um, yeah. Oh, and then like, also that guy that I thought was gonna be somebody, the uh, the guy who's kidnapping Nancy. I thought he was like an actual like. He's an actor, but I he was the only person in this movie. Doesn't he play the son at the yeah, end? Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah, I know. That's what you confused but me there for a second. He was the only actor where I went. I had to be like, who's that guy? Like oh. I had to look him up. Does he have a name? Yeah, okay. he's somebody. He's been in other things. They wanted uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for that role. Oh yeah, no. You haven't seen? Have you? You haven't seen Django Unchained though. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio up until Django Unchained has never really been the bad guy. Okay. I think if he was the bad guy in this and then did Django Unchained, Django Unchained wouldn't have as much of like a punch to it. Okay. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio is terrifying in that movie. Oh, I haven't seen it because it's directed by... Quentin Tarantino. Yep. I really like it, though. Um. Okay, so then... So, uh, Marv is having a one-night stand with Goldie. Yes. Which, okay, this isn't funny. But... Uh, later, Marv finds out she was a prostitute, and he's yeah. like, "She was a prostitute." <laughs> it's like, duh. <laughs> well, my my whole joke was like, I thought I just gave her that money because she was polite. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I don't think. Th- I mean, this is thinking way beyond it, but to me, it didn't seem like there was money. No, it it did it did, but it was kind of like I kind of was like the joke would have been like, oh. I thought she just asked for money because she needed a cab ride home. It was like yeah, it was it was interesting because yeah, when he said that too, mm-hmm. you know, I was that was my first reaction was well, duh. Yeah, so then so he's on this whole hunt for her killer, her killer, and and then he meets up with his probation officer. She's somebody. She is. is she. Do you know who she is? No, who is she? She was the Spy Kids mom. My face made a made an uncomfortable position. <laughs> I think, I think that's yeah. Who I she think is. you're so right. I'm sure she's done plenty other of other stuff, things, but that's how I know her. She's from. totally the Spy Kids mom. You and we get to see a little bit more of her in this movie than you see in the Spy Kids movies. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope. I'm just saying. Yeah, I took my kids to see Spy Kids. <laughs> really weird when the mom took all the clothes off. Anyway, no, there's none of that in Spy Kids. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Um, so Marv goes to Old Town. Yes. Uh, which is where the the women run and the uh, town. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Wendy, we meet Wendy, the twin sister. Yes. We meet Rosario Dawson, who she does not get enough work. She is so talented. Okay. So, and in my version, 
we've already we, yeah, she's yeah, the yeah. beginning. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, Yeah. No, I'm just saying. So, um, yeah. I'm just going through the came, Marv scene. Sorry, when she came back, I was There's like, a couple oh. characters that have like uh that just kind of yeah, show she up is a great thing. But she I agree with you. She's a great actress. You know what's weird? What? Neither of us watched it in chronological order. Huh. Because if cuz when he when Bruce Willis uh-huh. goes to see Wendy when Junior's following him. Yeah. Benicio del Toro is alive, sitting at the bar next to Marv. Yes. Benicio del Toro is alive. Yes. Benicio del Toro should already be dead at this point. Yes. If that scene is first. Yes, but it's just to me, it was just like a big puzzle, and and you had pieces <clears throat> missing, and they <clears throat> were putting all the pieces together. Yeah, def. But it, but so yeah. Yeah. Um. So then, so he then he goes to this farm. Marv goes to the farm and he finds Kevin. Or Kevin actually shown up earlier, really quick, but then he kind of disappeared. Yes. Kevin is the grossest thing ever. He's yeah. so creepy. He eats people. It's gross. He's scary. It's Elijah Wood. Yes. Um, so, and I, th- I didn't, because the way that they have it done, mm-hmm. it's very black. It's really the only thing you can see His are, glasses. are white. So I couldn't really see. I thought it was Tobey Maguire. Same thing. Um, I don't think that those are Elijah Wood's real eyes. When he's looking and like it's mostly black and you can just see his eyes, I think they're CGI because Absolutely. it didn't fit. It 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 fit in that almost uncanny valley. Like these don't feel like real eyes. Yeah, um, I agree. But do you want to know what's really interesting? So they have a whole fight scene. Him, Marv, and uh, Ke- well, well, no, no, no. Sorry, they escape Kevin first because Kevin leaves, and then they go back to fight. Or Marv goes back to fight Kevin. Yes. And they have a whole fight scene. Okay. And Marv gets all these really cool weapons to, like, combat Kevin with. Yes. Um, which I say really cool weapons. They aren't really cool weapons. They're things that he makes really cool weapons. Yes. Tubing. Yes. The handcuffs was so smart and so cool. Yeah. So Kevin's whole thing is he slices and jumps around. Yes. So how does Marv combat that? Handcuffs him to him. Yes. He, and then... Um, also, I don't think Kevin has a line this entire movie. No, I don't think he... That's also something that, that shows the chronological order. When Bruce Willis is on the farm, yes. sneaks past Kevin. Yes. Um, which yes. I thought was really interesting. Yes. Because I was like, wait, Kevin. I was a little confused by that, but yes. So it shows this whole thing happened before. Yes. Uh, when Wendy says to Bruce Willis, I've tried being in love a couple times, I think she's actually talking about Marv. Yes. Because Marv goes to Wendy... Um, so it's a lot of this. There, all these characters are interconnected. Very yes. noir, though, where all the characters have this. Yeah, well, it's that. all black and white except some little blurts of, of color. color. Or when they're in the the club, uh, it's almost like it goes to a sepia. Yes. Like they kind of go in and everything kind of has a brown, not a real like because everyone is the same brown. Right. Like, does that make sense? It like, totally does. It's like they painted it. Um. So it, it looked really cool. Yeah. Um. So then Marv. Um. Marv kills... He doesn't really kill Kevin. No. Well, sort of. He cuts all Kevin's arms and legs off, and Kevin just sits there the whole time, and then the dog eats Kevin, and then he cuts Kevin's head off, and he brings it to Rourke. Which, there was a couple of scenes where there was a head involved, and I'm yeah. like, I don't want to see that. Well, here's my favorite part. Is that just, like, how stuff works in Sin City? Apparently. Like, here like, is the head! Yeah, here's his head. Here's his head. Hey, I got, got Steve's head. Um. Ooh. Also... Up until the moment where I think it's Marv or somebody is driving down the street. Okay. And you see the Basin City sign. Yes. I legitimately, up until that moment, thought this movie was about Las Vegas. Oh, I could see. I didn't know. I did not know 
that does not take place in Las Vegas. Okay. It's Basin City, and somebody crossed out the B and the A in, like, a... So it's a whole, like, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh. I thought that was a different... I thought they were showing us he went to a different town. <laughs> we're leaving now. We're leaving See Sin ya. City. We're going to Basin City. Yeah, I didn't even Hey, Metro, Par- Metro Apartment, it's a 1234 Cool Street in Basin City. No, I'm 1234 Cool Street in Sin City. <laughs> oh, I'm dead now. <laughs> Somebody cut my head off. Yuck. Okay, um, keep going. So then uh, Marv is taking the hospital. Okay. Uh, and Marv, Marv, li- Mar- they, they're, they're going to kill Marv, and they do the electric chair, and he lives. Yes. And then they're going to do it again, and he dies. Ick. So that's the thing, too. I couldn't, I didn't watch any of that part. I closed my eyes, because it was gross. Um, I didn't think Mickey Rourke acted it very well, but. I didn't Because he was it. just like, Bleh. Um, but I just realized he's dead, too. Yes. So how can he be sitting next to Benicio Del Toro if they're both very dead? Yes. Um. Okay, the next one is the big fat kill. That's where we get introduced to Clive Owen, Benicia del Toro, and Brittany Murphy. Okay. I just remembered two of the main cast in this movie are dead: Michael Clark Duncan and Brittany Murphy. Yes. That was how I was like, "Wait, this movie is twelve years old." Yes. And wait, it—it's been twelve years since both Michael Clark Duncan and Brittany Murphy. You know what I mean? I was like, I could have sworn. Both of them died a lot longer, but they didn't. No, I see. What you're, and it's probably a lot less because I think Michael Clark Duncan, I want to say just a few years. No. No? I want uh, to say like four years. Uh, I think. Longer? I was not dating Alicia when Michael Clark Duncan died. Oh, I like It was him. like years. I liked him a lot. I did. He was a very good actor. He was very uh, No, good. I didn't know him, but no, I, I, I mean, I he liked was, his stuff a lot. He was very talented. Yeah. Um, and he had a TV, he was in a TV show that I really liked. What TV show? I forgot what it was called, but it was really good. It was Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. No, it was He was not. Dr. Quinn. No, he wasn't. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Um, so, Shelly Shelley is being abused by Benicio Del Toro and all his goons, and then uh, Clive Owen beats the crap out of him. Yes. And then they leave, and Clive Owen chases him. Yes. And then the girls kill him. We get introduced to Miho. Is that her name? Yes. M-I-H-O, not yes. M-I-J-O. Yes. Um... Because Miho is like, yes. I was like, why do they keep calling her Miho? And I was like, oh, Miho. Like, yes. H. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, it might be a play on words. Yes. But I, anyway, um, I didn't realize that until I just said it. Yes. Um, Thank you for saying it 17 times. She's really cool. Yes. She has swords and she's, she's like, like a ninja girl. <laughs> right? I mean. I just want to go back to 2005. I want to go to a theater. I want to see you right in the front. No. I want her to, to show up, and I want you to just stand up and go, she's like a ninja girl. She's a ninja girl. Yeah, yeah, Mom. She's a ninja girl. That's the whole point. Okay. That's her whole shtick. Okay. They all have different things. Yes. Um, And so then they, they kill Clive Owen. No, no, no. They kill Benicio del Toro. Yes. And whoopsie doodles, he's a cop. Yes. And the whole thing is you can't kill a cop and blah, 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 blah. And then and they don't just kill him. They, like, eviscerate this dude. Yes. And all his friends. Yes. But, like, they cut his arm off. Yes. And to me, because it's not red, it's a bright white. I'm like, oh. Yeah, dude. it was just weird. Um. So then uh, Dwight's taking the... Dwight is Clive Owen. He's taking the bodies to the tar pit. He's shoving them all in the tar... They get me... They get Miho to cut up the bodies because they won't fit in the car. Yes. So they got to cut them up to make them fit in the car. But because there's too much stuff in the back, Benicio Del Toro is shoved up in the front with him. And then he starts talking to him. But he's just 
having delusions, and he's not really thought. At first, I thought maybe he is actually alive. He's very dead. He's very dead. He's got a big thing through his forehead. But the more you see him, like, the more other characters see him, yes, he's, I won't say decaying, but he's just becoming more dead. Yes. Like, the rigor mortis is sitting more like his jaw is, like... It was... I'm not a huge fan of Benicio Del Toro. Are you kidding me? I'm not. I haven't seen too much. He's so cool. Okay. I haven't seen too much that he's been in. um, Because, again, the language. But. But. It was pretty cool in this Benicio Del Toro is a really cool actor. But my image of him was broken the first time I saw him not being a character and talking about Disneyland. Oh, Um, yeah. You told me that. Because he's the whole big, like, thing in the new Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror or whatever they're calling it. Um, and they're like, what do you think, Benicio? And I'm like, oh, he's going to be so cool. Because, like, I've seen him in commercials, and he looks all cool. Yeah, but the, he doesn't he do Christmas beer commercials. Yeah, but he's done, like, beer commercials. And, and he's, he's very He's cool. in Usual Suspects, and he's so funny in Usual Suspects. I've seen it. haven't seen oh, it. Oh, so good. And he's in all these other movies, and he's so cool. And they're like, what do you think about this Tartar? And he's like, oh, I think it's pretty good. And I was like, who the heck is that guy? He's <laughs> a dweeb. He's like, oh, I really like it. It's really cool. It's cool to see this ride. The feature's mean. I'm like guy's a dweeb. I get, like dweebs. Get Benicio in here, not this dweeb. That's funny. But dweebio. <laughs> I'm proud of that. I'm proud of dweebio. Um, so Dwight goes to take the bodies to the tar pit. Yes. Then, like, the IRA are there, and they try and kill Dwight, and then Dwight gets out of it because he uses the badge to protect him from the bullets, which, okay, he just knew that they were going to shoot him. Right, exactly. Whatever. I'll take it. Um, then everyone is dead. Uh... And then all the mercenaries get killed by the other prostitutes. Yes. And then Becky, um, she escapes. That's that's Alexa. Yeah, Alexis. Sorry, um, Alexis. Then is the part that we kind of already described with uh, Bruce Willis coming back and saving Wendy. And then Homer Simpson following him around. Um, and then, okay, do you know what Robert Rodriguez really likes? What? Apparently in this movie, cutting head off heads and mutilating... Uh, Men. Men. Like, there was a there's lot like of four different that. guys that are like, you shot me in the wiener. It's like, like, you too? Like, I just imagine the hospital's like, what's he in for? His head got cut off and he got shot in the wiener. Again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can somebody just have the flu? <laughs> Please. <laughs> That's funny. Um, But, and then so that guy's like all messing with him. And then, yeah. Because uh, earlier he shot, Bruce Willis shot him in the wiener and like blew it up or whatever. And then later he's like, oh, my mom medicine, it makes me all weird. It makes me look weird and I'm yellow now. And then Bruce Willis yanks his donger off. And, which, okay, because it's yellow. Yes. You, you, It's not like a zoom in where it's like a jokey, like, look. Blah, blah, blah. It's just kind of like he just pulls and you, you can tell. And you see just him have this yellow mass of stuff. And say, it doesn't really look like much of anything. No. Because it's just this yellow mass of nothing. Right. Um, part of me kind of wanted to know whose job it was to make that. <laughs> no, because you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it could have been just, it could have just been chicken guts because right. it's yellow and you see it for a second and be like, Yeah. But like. It's gross. But that's a, I hey, kept my Hey, eyes. mom, I'm really proud. I got, I got a job on Sin City. Oh, what's your job? I'm so proud of you. I, uh, I designed a prosthetic ding-dong that Bruce Willis yanks off. Oh. Yeah, you don't even see it. It's um, and, and you don't want to tell your friends. <laughs> it's it's a it's a chicken drumstick, Something. and some spaghetti. <laughs> there you go. Um, but so yeah, so and then um, 
so that that all gets taken care of. Oh, and then Bruce Willis kills himself because he knows that the only guy that knows Wendy is Carla is the one that's been saying letters is that guy, and he's dead now. And if they're gonna look for him, so they're gonna look for him. So then, poof, he blows his head off. Um, but the way they did it, it was like cartoon. <laughs> no, I'm saying, yeah, it was weird. How Mickey Mouse was like, "Oh, uh-huh, what you gonna do, Bruce Willis?" No, no, but it was black and white, and that was it. And that was it. And I also liked. Okay, so I didn't like this movie. No, but I liked the visual part. So I also liked visually. It the was shadows, me. some of the shadows and stuff like that. Yeah, visually, with the contrast, was really cool, yes. and it really did look like. But the movie, like a lot of the backgrounds were so bad. Okay, and here's the whole thing that I was gonna say: was the CGI bothered me the entire time. I, did I say this? I, I know I told you, but I don't think I said this on the show okay, yet. That's okay. Say it again. The first time that, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Marv, Mickey Rourke, and Kevin, Elijah Wood, met each other yeah. after filming had already wrapped. Oh, yeah. No, you told me. There was a lot was... of actors who did not actually have scenes together that were acting to no one. Oh, wow. So it's like, like I think there's like a scene where like all of Mickey Rourke's scenes had already finished before Jessica Alba had even been cast. So they don't really talk. They're just like, look, talk to talk to this character. Okay, now I'm talking to this character. Like, so some of the acting felt felt a little hokey. I I just feel like it. This definitely is better as a book. Yes. I it just I don't know. There was just a couple things that just sometimes when you're too faithful to the book, it doesn't work. Right. Well, it's hard. I think it's hard to go from. Okay, I might mess this up. From is it like flat two D to. Mm-hmm in your face like a three like a three no, image yeah it's too hard i think and it takes i think it takes it away because when you're reading a book you've got these pictures in your mind and it's then... the same as video game movies to me right a video game a video game works as a video game because i'm controlling that character yes i'm feeling that story i'm putting myself in that thing if i walk if i watch Dwayne the rock johnson playing my favorite character i have no connection to it because that's not me making the decisions right or making the anything so i think it's very similar in like the well i like it this way okay and because it, it's artsy and it's done in real life it's almost like weird it, yeah it, like it, like it's like that doesn't feel like i get that it's an it's artsy and that yeah it's supposed to look like that but it's like it doesn't feel right something felt off the whole movie and i think when i found out that a lot of these actors are acting to nobody then that makes sense that's because there's no chemistry because there's not you they're can't not there you're yeah so can you is it time to rate it yeah. Okay, what would you... How would you rate it? <laughs> no, and that's... And and nothing... Let me just say this, because you know how I am. Nothing against Andrea. Yeah. Oh, no, And, no, and no, we hope that, that we don't make her upset because what we think about these movies, because it's throw just... Throw it in the trash. <gasps> Wait, I'm sorry, Ruben, what did you say? I said throw, throw it in the trash. Oh, it I... was It was fine. It really was. And maybe... Okay. Maybe watch it if someone else is watching it. Don't watch it. No. <laughs> but I mean, like, if someone's like, hey, you gotta watch this. Don't watch it. Hey. Don't watch it. I I liked the noir aspects. It really was a good noir story. Someone says, hey, I got a noir movie for you to watch. Don't watch okay, it. Okay, I'll watch it. Uh, or I'll watch the regular edition, not the whole... I mean, what kind of monster <laughs> am I that would watch the unedited, uncut, disturbingly violent version of a movie? I mean, what am I, some sort of sick, sadistic pervert? Like, <laughs> No, I'm a cheapo! <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It was cheaper. <laughs> That's why I picked it. Now I have to look. So you just keep talking because I am gonna look this All right, up well, yeah, I, and yeah. see why. Because I I don't want you everyone to think that I'm some crazy person. I'm just cheap. I just I mom. No one thinks you're crazy. 
I, I would say that I'm pretty split down the middle on this movie. Like, it's almost like a 60... I'm not, it's almost like a 55, 45 of, like, dislike to like. Okay. Because I really just couldn't get past the CGI. And that's the thing is, if they remade this now uh-huh. with better CGI... Okay. But even it could look the same. Right. But if just the CGI and everyone was on set together, I feel like it would look better. But I just couldn't get past the the CGI and the visual. Like, the visuals really were great. Like I said, I love that scene of Marv in the bathroom and all... His yes, whole left side cool, is shadowed, yeah. except for the bandages. Well, and what cracked me up, too, did you notice, and maybe this is just my version, but some scenes he had the X Band-Aid on his eye. Yeah. And then sometimes it was gone. It Well, for me, it never reappeared. It was he had it, and, and then, then it, it disappeared. Oh, okay. Um, and maybe that. So now I figure out why I watched the extended version. Why? Because on Amazon Prime, which is what I use because I love Amazon Prime, Mm-hmm. If I wanted the real version, I'd have to get. I'd have to do HBO. It was free through. The only way you could watch it was free through the HBO channel. I don't get extra channels because it costs money. Um, so then the extended director's cut was, I think, free, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's why, because I'm cheap. So that's why I watched. It. Good thing I, I paid money for this movie to know I could have watched it for free. I, you just asked me because I'll tell you. I did. Oh, yeah, I think I said two ninety nine. Yeah, because I bought a whole bunch at one time, so. Um, all right. So. That's it. Bye. No, we have more stuff to talk about. All right. Okay, I'll go. Ready? Okay. We have Zazzle. We have a Facebook. What's Zazzle? Everybody that listens to us knows. Even if, even if you have only listened to one episode, you know. So, Zazzle.com. Slash. Slash KTMA. Show. Show. Um, you can get products with our with our logo on them. You can get T-shirts and blankets and all. We kinds have new of stuff, stuff I'm working on too. It looks really good. Oh, good! I like. I it's, like... it's solid black with some white white. Uh, there's you, a white quote. Can you tell everybody what it says? Or no, you want to? Um, I want to keep it a surprise for now. Okay, it's but, funny. Yeah, it, so, it's a more minimal version okay. of uh, of our kind of red like and yellow it. logo. I, yeah, I like it. Um, and then we also have a Facebook. We do have a Facebook KTMA show. I can't remember just, any of Just go stuff. to Facebook, type in Contested Mother Approved, you'll find us. We have an email. show at gmail.com. Okay. We have a Patreon. Oh, we do. Uh, just go, I think it's patreon.com slash show, uh, and you'll get special Patreon bonuses. It's super fun stuff. And then if you want to be a Patreon or a sponsor, then you'll get to pick a theme if you if you pledge or a certain, certain yeah. amount. Is it pledge? Is that the right word? A um, sponsor? Probably keep talking because i have to pull up there's two patrons that since the last time i read this oh perfect so we get to to say hello and thank you to a couple of people well that's Mm -hmm. great we'll keep i'll keep talking um but if you're a patreon if you get to a certain level and first of all we appreciate this so much it just helps our little baby little baby podcast yeah Mm -hmm. it really does um then you could pick a theme and like Andrea picked the theme and then she said, Ruben, I want you to watch this and mom, I want you to watch this. And I also love, this is Toll Sign It. I love that most of the time. And she might've said Dawn. I don't know. Cause I didn't read the email, Ruben, you handle that, but I like it. Then sometimes people call me mom. Cause I think that's funny. So, uh, Yoram and Jake. I don't know if we said Jake uh, a couple times ago, but Yoram and Jake. Hello, Yoram. Oh, no, Yoram, we know from him because he's the one that got us that big plug on the Wizard and the Bruiser podcast. Oh, yeah, Yoram's the best. So, um, yes, and, and we did his episode, The Romantic Comedies, last week. Mm-hmm. And then Jake. Well, thanks, Jake, for, for sponsoring us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, okay, my favorite part. Uh, we do Patreon. We do 
email. We did Twitter. We have a Twitter. I don't know anything about Twitter because I'm old. Okay. I tried to do it once and couldn't figure it out. I have had people tell me. Yes. You need to control our Twitter for a day. Um. <laughs> but I don't know what to do. I don't even know how to make it work. I don't. I, seriously, I will. I would love to be in charge of something so you don't have to handle everything. You you handle so much for I us. I know. Um. But I don't think Twitter is probably something. I could be the moderator on the Facebook page. Or mm. I could handle the emails. I mean, the emails is easy. No, because I would respond back to every single one. Why? Because it's kind. We're, we respond here. But this then is I, would res- I would say, thank you for your email. Be listening for us talk about it on the next podcast. That's what I would say. So you would just copy-paste the same thing in every email? Well, no, because that would be not a polite. All right. Okay. Next theme. Next yeah, week's theme. Have to look it up. Um, we have gotten a lot of emails with a lot of themes, and we are working those in. Um I'm yes, go- because in two weeks we're going to do a very special one. Yes. Um, so not this episode that will come out next week, but the week after that, we're going to try and do an in-theaters we episode. We are doing an in-theaters episode. Um, we already know what each other's going to watch because we're going to watch it with each other as just like a, you know, so we both don't have to try and see it at different times. Um, yeah, don't make that face. Um, which I'm not going to say it yet just because we want to do keep it. Right. But we're also going to do a top five best yes. of 2017. Are we going to do those in one episode? So that might be a big fat extra it bonus might be, episode. Yeah, a big fat extra episode where it's going to have a real episode, but then also extra our top bonus. five. Oh, uh, I love that. All right. Well, next week, Mom actually came up with the... Oops, that was my phone. Mom came up with the, the theme for next I did. week. Which was, we were sitting in a restaurant last night. We were trying to think of, like, going through the emails and trying to... It was, it was an okay restaurant. We were trying... Mom says, no, it was not okay. Um, it doesn't matter. Go it's ahead. It's a restaurant that's named after a very popular John Candy movie. Um, it might not be named after that movie, but it shares a name with that movie. Yes. Okay. It's Planes, keep... Trains, and Automobiles, The Restaurant. No, it's not. Okay, um, keep going. It's Great Outdoors, the restaurant. Is no, John Candy not. in Great Outdoors? I don't know. Keep going. Uh, the theme is... What's the theme, Mom? What you... the th- well, I'm trying to decide because I haven't really... Uh, I'm down to two and I can't decide which okay. one I want you to do. Um, I picked the theme. And it is TV actors that made it big in movies. Mm-hmm. So... The TV actors that were able to make the jump. Yes. And you're going to go first. Because I'm going to make you pick right now. Okay, so I'm picking. So my guy, I have to see if I can afford Mm -hmm. to buy this movie. Hold on. Yes. Okay, so my guy is Patrick Dempsey. Oh, yeah. And you will be watching Enchanted. What? Enchanted. Why? Because that's a Patrick Dempsey movie. Nah, pick something else. (laughs) No, you will be watching Enchanted. Starring Amy, Amy Adams, Adams as a princess. Yes. It came out. It's done by Disney. It yeah. came out in 2007. Do you know why that character is not one of their major princesses? Because she should be. Do you know why she's not? No. Because they'd have to pay Amy Adams money every time they use her likeness. So they just kind of like ignore yeah. that well, movie. She's, yeah. So that's what you're going to be watching. Great. 2007. Um, yes. Enchanted. Okay, you you kind of started dancing at the table last night when we were talking about this. Because mine has two actors. That, okay. That and oh, I know what I have to watch. I almost switched it on you right now. I literally almost just switched okay, it on but you. But I already know what it's gonna be. Yeah. Okay, give me the year. Um. Because I already know what it is. Oh, do you? I think so. I just switched it. Ah! No, I still okay. It's got. Oh, I do, I do want to make. Okay, give this. me the year. Well, hold on. Okay. I I'm literally switching it. Back and forth right no, now. No, just stick, because nobody wants to hear us keep switching back and forth. Okay, you get two choices. Okay. I'm going to do this to you, because you do this crap to me all the time. Don't say crap, that's bad. 
Because if there's kids listening... Now, I, now I'm worried that I've made you watch this already. Well, that's okay. If you have, I'll say I've already watched it, and then you'll switch back okay, to the other one. Okay, one is from 1999. Okay. And the other one is from? I'm finding out. Hold on. Okay. The other one is from 2009. Okay, so let me just say this. Which one, year-wise, do you think you've already made me watch? 1999. Okay, so let's pick that, and I'll tell you if I've already had to watch it. The two actors that made the jump from okay. TV to movies okay. are Danny DeVito okay. and Jim Carrey. You're watching 1999's Man on the Moon. <laughs> Jim Carrey was not on television. You want to make a bet? Oh, yeah, he was on, yeah. In Living Color. He was the... He was the white guy in In Living Sorry. Color. Sorry. Poop. What do you mean poop? I don't really like this movie. This movie is so good. Wait, uh, do you want to use your pass? You can use your pass. Well, I don't know. It's it's really windy. Sorry. Um, I don't know. Is the other one bad? <laughs> no, I'll just keep. I'll, I'm saving my pass. I'm saving my pass. Because I'm I was changing like... mine. I'm changing mine now. What are you changing yours to? No, I won't. Yeah, because at first I was like... Because last night you were like... I was thinking of one movie, and you were like, ooh, I really want to watch that. And I was like, wait, did I totally pass over Man on the Moon? Yeah. Well, and there, then there's that movie I've been holding on to for... Yeah, with Rick Springfield. I know. It could have been perfect, because he was on General Hospital, yeah. and then he made the jump. But see, here's why I was worried about Man on the Moon, because I was like, wait, what was the 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 one that I made you watch with Chaplin? Oh, Best Biopic. Yeah, that and was I, And I bait and switched you with Chaplin. Yeah. Well, so this that's one. Good. Yeah. So, all right. Next week... <laughs> Yay. It's all right. I get to watch Enchanted. I like that one. No, I mean, you've already... Yeah, and I get to watch Man on the Moon again. Darn. I love Man on the Moon. I know you do. All right, guys. We'll have a wonderful day. All right. Mom's going to be watching Man on the Moon. And Ruben's going to be watching Enchanted. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.